Post 82 is brought to you by Game Time, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know King's ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? Game Time tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, then shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the Game Time app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. There are tickets across all major leagues and teams. So head to the App Store or Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Hello, Kings fans, non-Kings fans, basketball fans in general. This is Jason Jones bringing you another Post-82 podcast. Kings fall to the Denver Nuggets, 101-94 at Golden 1 Center. That drops them to 0-4 on the season. Their worst start since the 2008-2009 season when Reggie Theus was their coach. That being said... No moral victories, no props for almost for hanging with Denver and almost winning. But if you had to rank the losses this season, this is by far the best loss they've had this season. The Kings look like a competent team for the most part, start to finish. Of course, they had their typical third quarter breakdown, which has become the norm for them. Kind of hard to explain why that keeps happening. No one really has an answer why. Denver outscored the Kings 30 to 17 in the quarter. It's another just kind of a, a downer on the night because overall the Kings played a whole lot better than they have this season. Kings played much better defense. The 101 points are the fewest they've given up this season. That being said, it's in a loss. Third time in four games, they failed to score 100 points. But it just looked more like the team we expected them to be. There seemed to be an eagerness to play faster. The players took a lot more accountability for their role in that. I mean, instead of talking about, you know, we just need to play faster, they actually went out and did it. That's the beautiful thing about basketball. You get on the court, you got a lot of autonomy out there. Luke Walton can only do so much from the sideline. It was good to see the players seem like they were more engaged on both ends. Offensively, defensively, they don't get a win, but... If they bring that type of effort every night, those wins will start to come, I believe. I also believe that the 0-3 start is probably what this team needed. Coming into the season, you hear other people talking about this is a playoff team. They're going to be in the playoffs. And I think the Kings needed to be reminded that, one, you're not a playoff team yet. And, two, if you want to be there, you've got to work. you got to play hard every night. You just can't roll the ball out there and expect to win. And if uh, Phoenix pushing you around didn't teach you that, if Damian Lillard coming through and Hassan Whiteside beating you up didn't teach you that, and if whatever it is they were doing in Utah, I mean, pretty much just, I can't even describe what happened in Utah. (laughs) If that didn't teach you, certainly, if you didn't learn from the Utah game, you're not going to learn. But watching them play against the Nuggets, there was definitely a sense of urgency, I thought, on both ends of the floor. Just one bad quarter, and Denver's a good team, and good teams make you pay for that, and Denver made them pay. So let's jump into the topic, so to speak. What did I like about tonight? I like that the Kings showed some fight. For three games, I watched the Kings pretty much go out there and get punked every night. Defensively, there was no fight, no resistance. Teams got to where they wanted to go. Kings is kind of, they were like bystanders out there. So I like that they actually they put some fight up tonight. A lot of that had to do with Rashawn Holmes, who I'll touch on later. But the Kings made it difficult on Denver. They're all-star Nikola Jokic, 4-15 shooting. He still grabbed 13 rebounds, had two assists. But 
they made it tough tonight. And if you're going to be a good team eventually, we're talking big picture, not a good team this year, not a playoff team this year, but if this team is going to grow into a good team, you got teams have to know that it's going to be a fight when they play you. And Denver definitely left Golden 1 believing they were in a tough game, that they had to work to win. What I didn't like tonight, the offensive play of the shooting guards. Clarify that. The shooting of the shooting guards. Buddy Hill and Bogdan Bogdanovich had a rough rough night. That's putting it nicely. Combined to shoot 4 of 25. And I find it hard to believe they'll do that again in the season at any point where they'll both be that off in the same night. But the shots just weren't falling for them. They did combine for 10 assists. You know, Luke Walton praised the defensive Buddy Hill, saying that he hopes that Buddy doesn't take his shooting night, the struggles being because he was trying to play so hard on defense, and then maybe he'll dial it back on defense. But they definitely did a good job trying to facilitate when they could. Offensively, they couldn't find shots. And what I didn't like is that at times with the struggle, you saw Bogey kind of fall back into that over-dribble attack mode, trying to go one-on-one, taking contested shots. And that's just not the strength of him or really anyone on this team. They have to move the ball. They've got to play together to create good shots. After the game, Walton also mentioned that they'll keep on working to find ways to get Buddy better shots. So I like they stayed aggressive in other ways, finding teammates, trying to play defense. But yeah, this thing where sometimes they get caught up in dribbling and trying to attack off the dribble going one-on-one, that's not their game. It's not what any of us want to see them do. It's not fun to watch those guys do that, going in the lane, taking tough contested shots. Just play your game, move the ball, create offense that way, let the ball pick up energy, as they say. And if they can stick to that, I think we'll we'll like a lot more what we see on offense, but what I don't like is seeing those guys taking contested shots, forcing shots up, trying to get going without using their teammates to make that happen. And what do we learn tonight? We learn that Rashawn Holmes is going to be a big part of this team. This team really needs energy. Watching this team sometimes, it's kind of amazing that for so many young guys, they can be so low energy at times. And Holmes is the complete opposite of that. His pick and roll play, the way he attacks the rim when he rolls to the basket, just the energy he brings on defense, it's something that's definitely needed on this team. Right now, he's bringing it off the bench. Tonight, that meant 24 points, 13 rebounds. Two block shots, about 31 minutes. That was big tonight. You needed that with Bogey and Buddy struggling so much. But you look at going forward, did we maybe learn that possibly Sean Holmes should be starting? Dwayne Dedman hasn't really overwhelmed anyone yet. So maybe part of the reason why the Kings have struggled is because they haven't gotten that energy on the court to start. Maybe that's what Rashawn Holmes is. Luke Walton said after the game that it has been discussed, but whether, you know, depending on matchups, maybe Rashawn will start versus Dwayne Dedman. That kind of remains to be seen, but I definitely like the Kings have at least one guy who is coming out like he's going to hit first and not just get hit, and that's infectious. It kind of gets guys going, and the Kings need that badly because they haven't really had a guy like that, and Holmes is the reason why they really haven't missed not having Harry Giles. Those guys are probably going to compete for minutes as a backup center. And right right now, it's going to be hard to justify taking Rashawn Holmes out the lineup in any way, shape, or form. Definitely like what Rashawn is bringing. He's something the team has needed. Now, if we can get that energy going through other guys in the starting lineup, the Kings might have something going. But right now, Rashawn's definitely playing well and Got some MVP chance tonight. 
He said he appreciates the love, but I'm not going to go ahead and put him in the MVP race. But <laughs> definitely Rashawn was a, a standout for the Kings tonight. Going forward, the Kings host the Charlotte Hornets on Wednesday. Hosting the Hornets, you don't want to call it a must-win game, but you got to be able to beat the Hornets at home. They got to be able to make that happen. Can't go to 0-5 with Utah coming in on Friday, so you got to be able to make something happen. You know, if De'Aaron Fox can keep up what he did, 20 points, 9 assists, you keep energy from guys like Holmes, you know, Harrison Barnes, you know, 12 points, 8 rebounds. So you can get that, and, you know, highly unlikely that you're going to get Another 425 from Buddy and Bogey. Just get something from that position. I like the Kings' chances of winning on Wednesday. Hope I don't jinx them by saying that. Well, you can say I, on Twitter I jinxed them tonight by saying they were having a good third quarter. Then Denver just turned it around on them. So let's just say I expect to see a much better effort along the same lines of what we saw Monday night. And expect the Kings to put themselves in position to beat the Charlotte Hornets on Wednesday. That's all I've got for you right now. You know where to find me. Twitter, Mr. Underscore Jason Jones. Instagram, at Mr. Jones LBC. Follow all my adventures and King's Chatter there. Thanks again for joining the Post 82 podcast. This is Jason Jones signing out. Catch up with you on Wednesday.